Hey everyone, this is Let Me Know How It Is, a podcast about all things geek. Tonight, we're sharing our favorite moments from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you're a new listener, welcome to the family. We release new episodes every Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Alright, so this is our first episode actually talking about the MCU. Can you believe it? It took 48 episodes. How about that? I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smithereens. And I'm Clifton. Okay, so we finally have a release date for WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. It was announced today, actually, on the day we're recording, that January 15th, 2021, uh, is when we will see the premiere episode. So this will actually be the very first MCU thing in a while, not since Spider-Man Far From Home. Um Black Widow and the Turtles uh, uh, didn't get their uh, proper release dates. Everything got pushed back. So uh, so it's been a while. So we're hungry for some Marvel movies and some TV. So I thought to gear up for some new stuff, we talk about our favorite moments from the NCU so far. I have many. I know you guys and you listeners probably have a bunch. So let's get at it. I'll start it off then. I may be going too hard, but I think I'm going to go with um, Winter Soldier, the elevator scene. Boom. Okay. I mean, oh, yes, of course. Uh, I just I love the the quiet build towards it as they all uh, one by one get on that um ele- get in that elevator and it turns from a quiet ride to the top to a a great uh, fight scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's tense, extremely. <laughs> yeah, that's no, a good one. Yeah, I like the fact that Cap reads the situation and realizes something's going on, and that things are not what they're supposed to be. And that scene, yeah. like he reads, he reads the guy's trickle of sweat and knows like, oh, okay, it's about to happen. And then has that great line about if anyone wants to get off, like pretty much now's the time. Yeah. 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 Forewarns him. What I like about that scene too, is that like, it, it's, it's, um, he, he wrecks the room, mm-hmm. but it's not easy. No. You know, like, like it, 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 it look, it looks difficult for him. Yes. You know what I mean? Instead of, oh, instead yeah. of it being like, like a posy fight, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, they almost they almost um take him out. They take out one arm at least yeah. right. during the course of the fight, you know? Yeah, no, that's a great one. I love that scene too. Yeah. And due to the yeah. confined space, he doesn't really get to use his shield as much as he wants to. Nope. Yeah. No, it's a, it's it's a it's a really, really fun one. I uh, yeah, it's uh that's that's one of my favorites too. While like what since you brought up Winter Soldier, I'm gonna I'm, I'll stick with that one though, because mm-hmm. the movie's got a bunch of really yes, great fights. Yeah, it does. And, and so my favorite or one of my favorites from that movie is is the freighter scene, like in the open. Like I love when when Cap jumps out of the plane mm-hmm. and, and and you know lands in the water and then jumps onto the boat and he's just like cl- like clearing out guys as he's yeah, running. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, love see, that. It's, it's it's done really well because it, it you know it's it's one of those. Moments of now, nah, this is like we see this all the time. And like, if you've ever read a Captain America run by anybody, you know, Cap goes through normal dudes like it's no problem. Yeah. Whether it's Nazis or whether it's just henchmen type guys or just guys that are there holding guns, walking along a boat, he handles no problem. So it's always cool to see that kind of stuff, that attention to detail from the book come to life. Yeah. And there's like fun stuff that they do with like cuts and stuff in there where like he runs past the wall and then like, and then there's a cut and then. And and then like he's like farther, <laughs> right? right? Just to sort of hint at like how fast he's moving. There's there's a cool like fluidity to that scene too. I just like sort of like how efficient a mover he is and how, um, you know, just how quick he is at taking those guys out. Plus the costume is awesome. I think that suit in that scene is like maybe my favorite Captain America suit in any of the movies. Kind of like the stealthy cap. Yeah, yeah. I really love that. I really love that suit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if we're if we're if we're doing Winter Soldier and we're getting it right out of the way at the top, um, yeah, I personally love the uh, the in that scene is the is the fight on the highway. Yeah, where basically you have that bit where they're like in the car and Winter Soldier, you know, Bucky just basically oh spoiler, Bucky basically reaches through the sunroof and grabs Jasper Sitwell and tosses him, and then at the same time, you know, grabs the steering wheel. So they're basically, um, helpless. You know, helpless. They can't drive the car, and then. You get that great bit of Cap like running, like basically avoiding a road rash by riding on his shield. And then, you know, it carries over the overpass and they're fighting the guys with the machine guns. And then, yep, it's one of those, it, to me, it's one of the best fights in all of the, the, the Marvel Universe stuff, the cinematic stuff, because like there's that bit when they're, when it's finally when they're fighting with, when Cap and, and Bucky are fighting in the street and there's that moment with the knife flip, right? Yeah. 
Oh my god, I love that scene so yeah, much. No, <laughs> that knife fight is great. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. on my uh, on my list too. Yeah, Cap versus Bucky uh, in the street. Oh, it's so good. Like against the van. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but then he like stabbed the like stabbed the van, but because the strength of like his arm, he basically managed to basically put that knife through the like he's like a tin can cuts, yeah. along, <laughs> cuts along that van. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that whole that no, whole sequence is is to me is one of the best. Again, all the way to the point where they get they get captured is one of the best. You know, the best scenes in in all of uh in all of in that movie. I mean, that movie is a great movie anyway. But yeah. And 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 like fight wise, I think it's one of the best fights they've ever done. Yeah, no, I, I love the choreography of that one, though, too. There's a it's like Cap Cap does like a running knee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a Bucky that like that every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, God, like, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes with, like the, these scenes, like the, the, the moves can be like so fluid and, and quick. Right. You know, where, where like they kind of like the moves like flow into the next one and stuff like that. But that one like that one stings. Yeah. Well, you know, the- like. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about that, what I like about that whole sequence is it, it. You can tell they put it like you said, it's choreographed, but it's done so well and executed so well by the two of them, especially like um, I think um, Chris Evans doesn't get nearly enough credit for that whole sequence because it comes off. I mean, I don't know how long, many times they had to do it, but it comes off so well, especially being one like one moving piece. Yeah, you know, it's fantastic. But you know, it, but uh, it also in in a way doesn't doesn't feel dance like. No, that's the other thing I was gonna say. Was yeah. like, it, even though you can tell it's, it was, you know, they obviously blocked it and choreographed it out and, and rehearsed and, re- and worked it. It comes off as being, you know, it has that feel of like, wow, the stakes are high. It's a real fight. You know, mm. we don't know what's gonna happen. So yeah, I love that one. It's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. No, oh, there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say was just how the movie started. I just love how he meets Falcon. Um, the whole yeah. thing of him just taking a morning jog, and how you show how how much stronger he is than a a, a, a normal person. Like he just laps mm-hmm. around the, uh, was it the Lincoln? Um, is it the Lincoln? Yeah, I think it's Lincoln Memorial, right? Yeah, yeah. where he's oh, he's yeah. doing laps around the pool, like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. The tidal basin, tidal yeah, thank yeah. you, tidal basin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that seems that's nice. It's nice because it's a nice bit of it's a nice bit of rivalry. It's a nice bit of like you know he's he's in his own cap way. He's he's having fun, but he's not being a dick, which is yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, because because he could have easily turned it into a you know I'm a much you know. And he never really does it, but it's sort of like a friendly rivalry thing. And then they build on that, their friendship from there, which is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It, but in, in their friendship, though, is like is like immediate in that scene, though, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like like it does. There is there is a competition. There is a friendliness to it. There There is a little bit of like of in awe of Cap too, in there, which, which I like. But uh, but yeah, they hit it off. Right. I mean, th- their relationship is one of my favorites in all the movies, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's one that I think that they that they really really land and continuously, um, like I I don't think there's a bad scene with them ever. Not really. Those guys, no. you know. No, I I would second that because they do they just play off for each other really well and it, and yeah. it's one of those things where again as much as they you know they they need to stick the landing no 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 joke there um, with with that with Cap with Cap being you know getting that right with Evans I think the idea that they got it right. That that friendship needed to be important because it's such an important, you know, you know, it's it's people want to lump Falcon sometimes as a sidekick, but really they weren't. It wasn't ever really a sidekick situation. It was always like they were partners, like they were definitely equals. Yeah, you know, and there may there may have been some awe, like you said, but it still it still comes off as no, he's an equal. He, he can equally handle himself in the situation. So sure, yeah, like he's he, when when he needs backup, he's the first guy he goes to. Yeah, right. Which is you which know? is very telling, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I think I th- you know it doesn't get talked about as much. But I, I love Cap and Black Widow in that movie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice done. Uh, you know, I think it's it's um, you know, it'd be, it'd be so easy to turn them into a romantic relationship. And I like that they had the the uh, the discipline to just you know make them close, but not go over that line. Right. You know. Yeah. It's one of those. It's the funny thing about in, in doing this episode. I keep wanting to talk about callbacks to stuff, so I'm almost kind of like I'm kind of like, nah, we'll wait and save that for another moment. But it's one of those. Um, yeah, I like their relationship in it too. I like the fact that it's almost, it's not really spelled out, but you can almost see the the. I mean, obviously, if it was done, say it was done 30 years ago, the the idea of the Cold War stuff would have been played up a lot more. But mm-hmm. the idea that she's much more of um, an opposite to him. Like all that he represents, like whether it's you know the USS and, and, and Russia, or the idea that she's more of an assassin as, she, as opposed to, or more of like yeah, you know, a straight killer as opposed to a soldier. But they both went, you know, we, when we find out later in 
Age of Ultron that they both sort of went through, that she went through a similar sort of um, schooling, I guess we'll call it. Right. You know, it's easy to see the difference between them and the fact that they do become so close and they are so friendly. You know, they have a good needling back. Again, there's another good, you know, there's respect, but there's also a good needling back and forth of each other, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. I love Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is great. I mean, you know, I had, you know, just from this movie alone. So I had all the stuff we talked about, but I had like the Nick Fury ambush scene in the car. Oh, yeah. Like that's that that's yeah. an awesome scene. I had, um, you know, Batrock. Yeah, no. knows I was going to bring him up. I love Batrock. Batrock. I was I was waiting for that myself. Yeah. No, I love I mean, it's just it, it's 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 a fun. Well, you already brought up the scene. You just didn't mention that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I didn't bring yeah. him up. But, you know, it's but it's another really, really great fight. I mm-hmm. think too. Yeah. So anybody have any, any more from winter soldier or I like, I mean, I like the, the, the climax of it, the base of the idea that when it, when it's revealed what the plan is and who's behind it all, there's a scene where, um, uh, Robert Redford's character mm. looks out the window and he see it's the, it's basically, he sees from a distance, the, the helicarrier. And like, we know from as the audience, we know what's going on in the helicarrier, but did you see like, there's a really cool shot of like, uh, Falcon looping around, <laughs> taking you know, I guess with the, with the with submachine guns and doing his thing. It's a really cool shot because it's. It, I like the idea of the fact that Redford's character is just watching, you know, all this stuff that he's basically put in motion. Right. Happen. You know, I think that's one of my sort of like a, a small moment that I really like in that movie a lot. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the Zola, the Arnim Zola, like. That was oh. another one that I was like, wow, I wasn't ready for that. That's cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, you somehow cram fat five bad guys into this movie and it works. No. And then, and then what? it's a nice, it's a, well, I mean, the other fact that it's a nice take on the, on the Kirby, you know, the Kirby design without yeah. it being the Kirby design of like having, you know, the television and basically a television in the chest of the character. Right. Which, which is a really cool looking, you know, it's a really cool visual. It's another, you know, in, in, in a, in a myriad of really great Kirby visuals. But yeah, to get that when, like you said, you didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. It's a nice callback. It went into the comics. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm going to throw in, um, just really quick in, in, in the, in the spirit of action sequences, uh, I'm going to throw in the one movie I thought wouldn't come up really at all. And okay. I'm going to say the Monaco sequence from Iron Man two. Are you talking Whiplash? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I, I I like that sequence a lot. I like the 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 Iron Man armor nod with the with the briefcase. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that that's cool. I think uh, I mean Mickey Rourke. I mean as 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 funny a performance as it. I mean, God, that guy's got presence on camera. Sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know? I mean, it, it's it's funny because like um, that character's never really like. I mean, he's, he's always, he's a, you know, he's a second tier Iron Man villain. So it's kind of weird to elevate him to the, you know, for the, the sequel to elevate him to a much bigger status. And it's one of those things where you have to fabricate a story to make that work. It always comes off, you know, it's either a hit or a miss. It's never, right. never really in between. It's kind of like with, um, it's not an MCU movie, but with the Spider-Man three, where you kind of change the story of Sandman from being a thug who gets superpowers right, to like right. having some resonance. Like it doesn't yeah. always work. And I think the situation where if they just let it be, a mercenary with wh- you know with whips <laughs> it right. would have been cool but no they d- they had to make it more so yeah it's uh it's it's not uh it's not the standout movie no. <laughs> as far as the mcu goes but i but yeah that sequence is cool yeah i think it's a really really fun and it, it's just like it, that's one of the things that 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 i like about that movie is is its ability to sort of like let, let's think of like kind of weird interesting places to put things mm-hmm. whereas like i remember i'd, I'd heard somewhere i think it, it might have been a favreau interview where they were saying in the script that scene with stark and nick fury Mm-hmm. Where they meet like in the donut shop. Right. Right. Which is a really good scene. I like that scene a lot. But like in the script, it was just written as sort of like just a generic bunker, you know, uh, just like okay. a military bunker or whatever. And 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 he was just like, uh, let's let's see if we can find like a more interesting place to put this. And, mm. you know, and I just like I, I think that that's cool that that some care was put into like, let's not make everything look like. Uh, not not the crap on those movies, but not look like it's it's the downstairs sequences of all the X Men movies, where it's just like blue. I know, yeah, <laughs> everywhere, I got you. you know, right? It's a yeah, sub basement of our sub basement. Yeah, right. No, yeah. I get that. So yeah, so that wraps the Iron Man two portion <laughs> of oh, no, the show. No. Oh, yeah. actually, no, actually, no. 
no, there's a scene that um, me and Clifton like. Uh, I'm I'm pretty accurate that Clifton likes the scene is when um, I think I can't think of the actor's name when he dances on stage. Yeah, and Sam Rockwell is Justin Hammer. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank yeah, you, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. That's always good. Yeah, I would love Sam Rockwell to come back. Yeah, he's on my wish list of of like of like actors that have appeared that haven't come back yet in any way. Like he's well, he came back in the one shot. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's in a Marvel one shot. Yeah. Uh, I love Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he's great. No, he's good. He's good too. I agree. With you. He's you know, I mean Justin Hammer in the in the like the eighties. Uh, Bob Layton, uh, David. I can always I always butcher his name. I think it's Michelini in that run, the classic mm-hmm. Iron Man run. He's in it fairly often, so they could easily bring him back if they wanted to. Right. Yeah, he's much older in the comics, right? Yes, he's an he's an older character in the comics. Yeah. He's kind of like an older aging billionaire kind of a thing. Right, and I think I think that there was possibly some attempt in this movie to get to make him kind of like the 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 evil Stark. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the mirror image bad right. guy a little mm-hmm. bit there. Yeah. Just cool. Yep. In MCU continuity is still in prison. Right. Yeah. So it's, okay. it's, you know, they could always do that. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in for it. <laughs> yeah. No. So I have one. I am one of one, one of the ones that I, that I was hesitant about whether it was going to be pulled off well or not. And I, you know, it's one of those things where I probably shouldn't have been was, um, Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Uh, the scene that I absolutely love that sells, you know, sells the character for me that, that basically makes it work, the whole thing work, is the sequence where um, Mysterio basically basically lets Peter see basically what he's capable of with the illusions. Mm-hmm. That whole sequence of like, you know, the, the, all the stuff that happens, it basically overwhelms Peter and then eventually he gets hit by the, was it the train or the, the car? I can't remember which. Yeah, it's the like electric rail in Germany. Yeah, the that's what it is. Yeah, basically, it's one of those things where, I mean, it, it's because they're still, t- you know, they're still it looks like they're you know rolling out slowly the idea of Peter having spider sense. So it's one of those things where, you know, he wouldn't know all the stuff that's going to happen. You know, when his when when all those illusions happen, and I think they do a, a really cool job with it. And then like the bit with um, that's where we see like the zombie t- Tony Stark too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all yeah, all that stuff I think is 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 great because in the comics sometimes that stuff is done really well with Mysterio and it's you know it works and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, Ditko does an amazing job at the beginning when the character first premieres, but the idea that um, they they carried across in the movie that's one of my favorite sequences. I, I mean, it was you know I'm like oh they got it so right <laughs> when they did that <laughs> bit. Yeah, for Mysterio. Yeah. It's a well-made scene. It's a well-crafted scene. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's just as uh, you know, it, it's it's disorienting, mm-hmm. <laughs> like as as it's supposed to be for Peter, which which is cool, right? Mysterio is just it's one of my my favorites uh, as far as like you know Spider-Man bad guys goes. And what I love about Far From Home is how we got classic Mysterio and an update Mysterio and we got sort of like a new take on the fishbowl helmet that also works but we also got to see the classic fishbowl so right. like it, it, it did it, it, it gave it all to us yeah I mean I mean the character I mean coming off the idea that he's a special effects guy to begin with in the comics I think it again it does a really it does a nice job of basically selling you on the idea that um, you know he's a pretty much a genius in his own right too which I don't think gets played up enough I think a lot of times he's played sort of as like yeah, he does illusions. It's sort of like, yeah, once you get past the illusions, it's not a big deal. But I think, no, he's much more of a big deal than people give the credit, uh, the character credit for. Yeah. And they did a great job selling him to people who, like, if you read the comics, you know Mysterio is a bad guy. But a lot of this audience does not read the comics. And a lot of this audience did not know who Mysterio was beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a very good job of, of selling him as a hero right. to audiences mm-hmm. that didn't know him. Right. And enough that that twist worked on a lot of people. Sure. Right. And it was still even satisfying to watch when you knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it it's was. funny. It's funny you say that clip because a lot of like um, early speculation was that like all of the various elemental uh, creatures that he was creating right. were basically these other characters from another book. And the book like shot up in value because people were speculating that it was going to be right. those characters and that they were, the, that the MCU was basically going to make Mysterio a heroic character. And I was like, <laughs> guys, he's a con man from the jump. <laughs> like, right. you know, you use yeah. special effects to treat, to make people see, see things that aren't there and you, you know, you're falling for it. So, yeah. 
but they were so effective. They did yeah, it they so were. well. Oh yeah, no, it's great. That's why it's one of my favorites too. One of my favorite moments also comes from Far From Home, but it's the other opposite end of the spectrum. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's the airplane montage when they're <laughs> flying to Italy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And because it's such a good like 80s teen movie montage it's it's like right up there with the the like playing in the hall scene in breakfast club okay <laughs> but it just tells, tells so much story from like the moment where it's it's peter trying to like connive to get with uh sit next to mj mm-hmm. and and sets you know ned up to help him and ned does a horrible job trying to help him and <laughs> right, it all yeah. goes downhill from there and then from that moment on like there's just the montage of like it going worse and worse and worse for Peter and then Ned ending up with a girlfriend by the end of it. Right. <laughs> but just yeah. like every little moment of that just tells so much story in that little montage. And I love the mm. music. Yeah. Yeah. It's so well edited and so well directed. Yeah. It's a good one. It is. And I mean, and I think that maybe, maybe since the Raimi mil- movies, like that was the best like feeling I've had watching a Spider-Man movie that I felt reading in a comic where it's just like, like, oh man, he's just getting kicked in the balls over right. and over and <laughs> over. Sure. Like, right. He's just having, like, I mean, basically he's having a typical Peter Parker day. That's yeah, what's I'm going like, on. Peter can't yeah. win. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's funny. Again, like I have that moment for, like I, you know, those that movie I love, but what the, the what sells it for me, and well, I'll switch it, I'm transitioning to um to homecoming. The moment that I love in that movie where that I feel is so much Spider-Man is just is is Peter going through his day and mm-hmm. he just keeps checking the clock. And checking the clock and checking the clock. And then soon, right. like as soon as the as soon as like the three o'clock bell rings, he is out the door. He knows full well he can put on a Spider-Man costume and go do what he wants. And it's like, I mean, it, if you know, if you're, if you're that kid and you've ever been in that situation in a class, you know what that's like. But on top of that, to go be able to go out and be Spider-Man after, it's just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, the Sony uh Marvel deals been so great. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland is such a great Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it so much. The, re- the the reveal in Homecoming is great too. The vulture yeah. reveal, it's nicely done because you don't it see because you don't see it coming. It's not done in a, it's not done in a way that like it works. Like it's you know the pieces are there to work, and then when it's revealed, the reveal is what yeah. it is. It's it's really it's well not, done. It's not telegraphed. It's uh-uh. not telegraphed at all. And uh, right. and I, I you know the um oh god I'm blanking on uh on the idea the um the McDuffie the McDuffie idea that's that's uh that's Stark. Starts up at the start of homecoming. Oh, you mean damage control. Damage control. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's nice getting damage control in there and everything, and sure. it's also a nice. It's a nice motive for for uh, Tombs to mm-hmm. to be who he is, and I, you know, and I like that this character that becomes Vulture is is a scavenger. Yeah, like he's just just picking off like you know, yeah, broken was- junk and stuff that's been around, right? Like he just right. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It, we we've talked about that before, Zach. The idea that. No, the, the the fact that they said Vulture up as a guy who owns a scrapyard was genius. Yeah. It's so it so seamlessly fits into his bit because, I mean, I, you know, not to to be that guy, but I'll be that guy because that's what I do, was, you know, the idea that Mysterio and, 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 and Vulture to an extent have a tie-in with, with uh, the Tinkerer, who's also in Spider-Man mm-hmm. Homecoming, you know. Um, yeah. They, you know, that they all have a kind of a shared, not a shared origin, but basically a place of, Hey, my gear's not working. What do I do? I go to this guy, the tinker, and he either makes it for me, makes it or upgrades it for me. And I thought that was a nice touch too to introduce that character, who's again a character I would like to see come back. Yeah, yeah, me too. I I like when they get those get when they let when they get those other guys like those side guys in that mm-hmm. play like a smaller role in things. And and you know as long as long as you're not doing the keeping the circle too tight bit, which I don't right. think Homecoming does. I mean, it's like you get Shocker. As well, and, and you right. know, and, and he's also one of my favorites too. Like, yeah, and Shocker you know. too. Yeah, you yeah. Get both of them. That's what I thought yeah. was really cool. Is they managed because you know that's one of the complaints about those kind of movies is they want to, like you said, keep the circle too tight and they want to cram as many characters as they can into it. But I think that it works really well in Homecoming that they're all part of his crew. And and you know, as Clifton points out, we get one Shocker and then well, we get another one. So yeah, <laughs> it works. So yeah, no, it's it's a great one. I, I like that they figured it out because yeah, there was a time like since Batman Returns where it was there was a moment where you heard they're doing two villains in a movie, and right. you kind of went like you were conditioned to kind to think like ah oh, those don't work it never right. works or once or one's gonna get shortchanged <laughs> yeah once wait yeah exactly but that but then once you start I guess like intentionally steering into that like like no we're just kind of doing like a Bond opening and we're gonna mm-hmm. have you know like like he's gonna fight uh, Crossbones. 
right <laughs> you know right, in, right. in the opening and that's it you know um even though they set up up in the previous one but you know like like i like that i like that you get a sample of this other character and then okay but really this guy's the other bad guy well we talked we talked about for for a long time like why you know i don't need an entire killer croc movie and to be kind of pathos of a killer croc I'd love to see Killer Croc in an opening for a Batman movie and then Croc goes away to jail and we move on to our main story. Yeah. But no, the other thing, the other, I'm trying, the other scenes I like from Homecoming, one, um, I love the interrogation scene with Donald Glover's character. Sure. Just because, you know, just because he's, you know, it's, it's definitely one of those things where early on, especially, they, they definitely try to get you believe in that early Spider-Man, Ditko and Stan Lee stuff that, you know, yeah, he's Spider-Man, but still he's he's a kid, but they don't really let a lot of that shine through. Like a lot mm-hmm. of times it's kind of like Peter has to become the man in the house and therefore he sort of steps up. And I like the idea of this kind of a learning curve. Yeah. You know, and that and that Donald Glover's character basically calls him out on it and says, You've never really done this before, have you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that whole thing about, you know, you're still a bad person. I got ice cream in the trunk. Yeah, you're yeah. still a bad person. It'll be melting about an hour or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You deserve this. <laughs> you deserve <laughs> it. Right. Yeah, that's a great yeah. one. You deserve this. I love that. It, I mean, but it's so Peter. That scene is so Peter all around where, right. you know, like, like he, he's, he's kind of an F up. He's not good at this. No. And yet, though, there's something like, like he points out his heroism in that mm-hmm. moment, though, too. He was, he was like, he was like, when, when you told the guy shoot at me, he's right. like, that's. You know, that's something that's, that's, you know, you right. don't see that every day, like, you know? Yeah. 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 No, they get that. That's something in those, a lot of the Marvel movies they do is they get, they definitely get toned right. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think those movies, especially the Spider-Man ones that they do get a, do a really good job of getting the tone right. And the thing too, that like, even like their switch ups, like I'm fine with, you know, like, like if, if you would have told me we're going to give Spider-Man a, a, a suit that he talks to. Mm-hmm. that's kind of like a, a sort of Iron Man armor. I would have been like, oh, that's a terrible idea. And it's great. <laughs> right. I love it. Yeah. I mean, like the, like the way they sell it to me is, is perfect. Right. No, it works and it fits. Yeah. Again, it's, it's much more of an ultimate Spider-Man take for sure. You know, than it is amazing, but still at the same time, they managed to get the amazing stuff in there. So I'm happy with it. I'm good. With yeah. It. We'll keep it with Spider-Man really quick. I'm going to, I'll shift us to Civil War really quick because, ah, you know, I've, right. I've, I've, I've said this to you. Like, I love that the Spider-Man origin is summed up in a line. Oh, yeah. No, it's, and, I was, it was on my list. That was definitely yeah. on my list. I, I, I absolutely love that scene so much when he's just mm. like, you know, when you can do what I do and you don't. Right. And bad things happen. It's your fault. Yeah. And I like that we don't have to see the Uncle Ben stuff and everything like that. It's it's just inferred all over. It's all in that. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we've all talked about this, too. We're like, it's so fitting with the theme of that movie where it's 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 about choice. Right. And the choices right. you make and everything. And like and who's the most tragic character in that movie mm-hmm. is Bucky, the one that has his ability to make choice completely stripped away from him. Right. You know, yeah, like, I- yeah. I love, I mean, I love that scene at the, at the apartment just because it's one of those things where, uh, uh, you know, I like the idea that it, 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 it doesn't, again, you, like you said, we don't need another origin movie. We don't need to see Uncle Ben, ble- you know, bleed to death in the street. We get, you know, we get to move on. And the other idea is the fact that, like you said, we get, we get with great power comes great responsibility, but done in a totally different way. Yeah. And I like that too. I thought, you know, I, I think the idea that, um, you know, that, that Stark has basically been, been, it has this, I don't, and again, we, it's it's done in a much better way than I've seen in other movies where it's kind of like, you know, a hero or main hero knows about another character doing stuff within their universe and it's not clunky at all. It feels like it's just natural, something he just keeps track of. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I like that too. Yeah. And I, I like that that scene's kind of also like a job interview in some yeah. way. Like, like he's also like, <laughs> right. you know, it, it, it's, it's strategic. Like I need backup. This kid's been on my radar, but also like, what's this kid about? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> And he sees right. that, you know, that there's, there's, you know, uh, sincerity mm-hmm. to what Peter wants to do. Right. Yeah. Which is, you know, Civil War's got a lot of great moments for me too. I'm going to, a giant man, I throw giant <laughs> man out there. Like it's one of my favorite moments ever. No, and those, it was one. not spoiled for me. I know that some people had it spoiled by like the Lego set or something that came out. I was totally that guy. I had it spoiled by the Lego set. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 we all did. Yeah, we all did. Oh, not me. Oh, man, did that scene work on me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I went in not knowing anything about it either. Oh, no. Nah. Uh, when I saw that Lego set, geez, I was like, really? It's, it's, it's a subtle. Did we, 
Clifton and, and Zach, did we see that together? I thought we did. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, I remember because that was the thing. Yeah, I I knew about that from the Legacy and I might have known it from the Marvel Legends that it was that, but it's still a great scene. I mean, it's still, you know, that's still fantastic. Again, the fact that they did it and the fact they were able to make it work and it looks cool and that whole fight, honestly, that whole fight on the tarmac is a great yeah. fight, you know, is a great scene. I think it's about 20 minutes long. It is. <laughs> which is, which is, you know, it's, it's one of those, it moves along, people have their moments, you know, I know some people are like, no, it's not, you know, they, they would be, ju-. I'm like, people have relationships outside of being superheroes. They have relate, you know, they're going to, they're going to talk to each other. They're not just going to throw down and fight, you know, right. you know, I love, I love the, you know, uh, I'm Clint. I don't care. <laughs> right. You know, that old thing with like, with him and him and him and Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know? I, uh, right. I mean, th- there, there, there's a component to that scene. That's just them kind of sparring. Right. Also it, yeah. to me, which, which I like and, and until, until it gets real. Right. right? Like that's yeah. sort of my, that's oh, yeah. sort of my feeling because you get, you know, like, like you get, you get black widow and you get Hawkeye like fighting and they're straight up. They're like, we're still friends. Right. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> you yeah, know good. what I mean? Like, yeah. Depends on how hard you hit me. Yeah. 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 All that's great. Oh man. It's so, so, so great. Yeah. The one, <laughs> the one that I, in that scene, I'm like, you, you all need to watch out for is black Panther. Yeah. Like, is he, he's not messing around in that scene. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's pissed. He's there. Yeah. He's mad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, that's, that, I love, yeah, that whole scene, that whole fight, you know, anybody got orange slices is good. Yeah. Yeah. I think even like I read an article about Paul Rudd when they're, in, when they're basically in the airport before they're out on the tarmac and that, that basically the nervous energy of being around those other characters like Chris Evans and knowing full well what was at stake. Yeah. He, Paul Rudd sort of used that nervous energy to be like, oh, Cap- Captain America, you know, that right. whole thing. That, that really, he's like, it really made it easy to do that scene. Yeah. And then his punchline for Scarlet Witch, like, hey, I know you, you're good too. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And it's awesome. Yeah. But no, like you said, like even the point where it gets real and it, and it goes from being, you know, sort of being like they're sparring around and they're goofing around and, they're, and then some of them are really fighting and some of them are not. And then, you know, the point with War Machine and then when Falcon shows up and, and I, you know, Iron Man just <laughs> doesn't even look at him, just blasts him in the chest. Yep. You know. It's, it's, it's a really well, I mean, the whole thing I think is really well done. I think it's one, right. you know, again, they should be, and everyone involved with that whole scene should be really proud because it's a really, again, it's one of those things that could have easily gone. I've seen other long, long-term fight scenes that don't look as good or have as much weight or hit me as hard when they get to the end of it as that scene. Yeah. No, I, I always wish though. I mean, my thing is when Rhodey gets hit is I, I wish that Tony yells Rhodey instead of Rhodes. It's a it's right. a small nitpicky thing, but I'm like sure. in that instant, I think I think I think the the protective, you know, like 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 their their brotherly relationship would have come out like right there. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, I agree with you there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's like Rhodes is a little too formal. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a little right. too it's a little too soldiery, I think. And it's right. you know, and and I'm like, and there's there, there's a friendship that goes back years and years and years and years before any of the superhero stuff right. starts with them. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, you know, I like the camaraderie with Spider-Man and Cap, though, too, where, you know, mm-hmm. he's got the he's got like the terminal. Uh, <laughs> Peter's like holding it up. And then, you know, he's like, you got spunk, kid. Where are you from? And he's like, Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> or no, he's like Queens. And he goes, huh, Brooklyn. You know, right. I love that. Oh, yeah. Bit. yeah. No, that's but, really good. God, Cap, like Chris Evans is such a good Cap. Yeah, he was you know, really, really good. To not make that stuff corny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm trying to think, you know, I also like the, you know, I like the scene in the vault. I think the scene in the vault's really good, too. Because mm. I think it's one of those things where, you know, you know, granted, in other movies, we get to see characters call Tony on his crap. But, you know, the fact that they're on opposite sides of glass in a, in a, in a prison. Oh, <laughs> and the, oh, in the raft? You yeah. Mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the vault. Yeah, yeah the ra- the vault is the one that's on on land. The raft. That's right. You're right. The raft. But um, I like the bit with with you know with with Clint being like, "Here comes the futurist, everyone. It's the futurist." You know, the guy that basically claims to see that he can see the future didn't see this coming. They were going right. to fight each other, and that there was going to be, you know, real real consequences for the fact that they're doing this. I love that scene. That scene. Yeah. You know. You know. Even this. Even Tony being dismissive of 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 um. Of Scott being like, who are you again? Right. You know, <laughs> right. that'll, you know, that'll yeah. bit. He, he, yeah. he just, he just out zings him right there. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, Pim always told me never trust the Stark. He's like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's great. It is. 
the uh, the the three way fight though too the cap the cap and Bucky versus Iron Man stuff at yeah. the end yeah is also great and what I love what that movie does too is that it um like Tony Tony and Cap sort of like reunite and and kind of squash things right there in that in that moment right before right mm-hmm. before he finds out about his mom and then that fight breaks out like I like those moments where, where he's just like, it's good to see you, Tony. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And, and, and you get a sense of like, oh, this is go, this is, things are okay. And then, nope. Yeah, no. It all gets, <laughs> it all gets, it all gets pulled away. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good yeah. ride. Civil War's oh, yeah. a good ride. I agree. Tommy Clifton, you guys got anything else? Oh, definitely. I was going to mention okay. the um, Age of Ultron. The whole can you lift Mjolnir. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that scene is beautiful. <laughs> That's a yes. great scene. You get them out of uniform, casually mingling with one another, and it's the whole thing. Is that thing where it's where they suspect Thor's powers BS? Basically, <laughs> right, right. Basically, goes what I see it as. What I what I like about that scene is is like you said, it's it's nice. It's a nice moment of camaraderie. They're all you know, like again, it's it's a Hawkeye line of like it's a trick. It's not right. real. It's like you yeah, know, you know yeah. the whole the whole call it a question about whether he's a god capital g or little g god right kind of a moment. yeah but but of course also the carney would think that well of course yeah of yeah. course he, that, right then that's again it's a nice moment of characterization where it's kind of like nah the carney would absolutely be like you know the guy that's again trying to trying to you know basically distract you while you're trying to spray water into a clown's mouth to make a, pop, a balloon pop would think of course that it's going to be something that you, you can't you know that's got to be a trick to it right I, that scene was one that got released early. So I wish I'd not ever seen it. I wish I'd seen it within the context of the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's still a great scene. I still love it. But I was like, I, you know, every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, I really wish this had been, they had held this back. Nah, so you so you like trailers, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember. I don't remember where I saw it. I just know it was, I know it was, um, it was like a leak. Like, I don't know if it was a leak or it was like a promotional yeah. thing. I don't I was remember like, either where it was, but, but it like, a part of it was was out there not like yes. not the full thing no. i remember i think they showed it at san diego the year before yeah, yeah. that might be that, it yeah it was that a san diego scene yeah yeah i think you're because we were there right. that year it was announced right the year uh, age of ultron was announced we, we probably were there were. yeah probably, i think we were. yeah yeah i think we were all the three of us were there so yeah i don't think i could have helped it tommy it wasn't a trailer but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was not that if if you were in the room to see it then no, you remember I, it there but i don't think um if no, that's the was, case no, it was it was in Hall. I, I'm sure that was in Hall H, and you know, yeah. I don't I don't want to spend my entire I didn't I never want to spend my entire convention line for Hall H. Sorry, no, okay, no, you got you got to sleep out on the sidewalk, <laughs> yeah, to get a glimpse of it <laughs> for I'm a few not days doing... before that to get in there. Yeah, no, no but whatever no. they showed in there, that's immediately going to go viral, regardless right. of what it is. That's what I'm saying. Sure. So, as soon as they released that clip and how to me it was it was a nice. You don't know what this movie's about just yet. And to show mm-hmm. that scene was just, I, I liked it in itself because it takes it out of what the movie's about in a brief, just a simplistic way. And mm-hmm. uh, everyone um, chimes in on it. I just like how uh, everyone's yeah. taking on it like Black Widow's look. Nope, I don't got to prove my masculinity. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I know I'm basically, I'm not, I know I'm not worthy. No, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that too. And, and you don't get, you don't get a lot of them just hanging out. If at all, no, which I think yeah. is cool too, and and yeah, it is. There's a, a a lightness to it and fun, while at the same time, like that scene is doing a lot. It's mm-hmm. doing a lot of setup. It's doing a lot of work for you. Yeah. Um, you know, both for later in that movie, and you know, as we see movies <laughs> years after the fact, <laughs> you right, know, yeah. set up oh, yeah. in that scene. Yep. You know, well, I, I just but, like it because it brings you back to the comics of um, Milner and Thor. Because you yeah. don't really get that enough. You probably get it in a couple other scenes in which he can literally only be the one to lift it, no mm-hmm. matter what it lays upon, so to speak. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a. I mean, they do a little bit. Uh, Whedon does a little bit of that in the first one, where it's like they the, when he when when uh, Bruce cha- when Loki basically gets Bruce to change on the helicarrier, mm-hmm. and he's after Black Widow, and then they send Thor to deal with him, and they get in that fight, and there's a great scene of you know they're fighting, and he manages to make give. Thor a little bit of a nosebleed and Thor thinks it's kind of funny because not really nobody hits him that hard. Right. But he goes over then tries to pick up Mjolnir and that's that's a thing that stops him long enough for Thor to start to make to get back at him again was you know because yeah. he tries to pick it up and it's it's not they don't get a lot of you know they don't spell it out so much in the um 
you know, in the in the in the Thor movies, the idea that not that he's not worthy, but the idea that it has to be um like kind of like if he's if he's away from it too long or someone else could pick it up or whatever. So yeah, but the whole there's I think one of the Thor movies you have uh him lay it on Loki's chest to keep him on in this particular oh, spot. Yeah, it's the end of the first one. Yeah, that's how yeah, like, that's like when, when Loki's oh. defeated, he just sits it on top of him. Yeah, and, he, and he's pinned down. It's such a thing that I'm like, again, it's one of those moments where I'm like, that's, again, it's a moment of genius that I don't think I've ever seen anywhere else in anything that he just does it. Yeah. And it's manages, so great. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's one it's of those, so again, great. yeah, it, it, it just, again, it's, it, and it's sheer simple, simple, you know, simplicity. It's awesome. But when, when in Age of Ultron, when Vision lifts it. And the hand yeah. it to him. I, I remember, <laughs> I remember people gasped. In the theater, <laughs> right when that yeah. happened, right? Like, and I mean that—that that is, I mean, uh, one of my favorite moments in a movie that I think is is so underrated in the MCU. I love Age of Ultron. Okay, so I do too. much, but, but I, I, I mean, I just love that scene where, like, I mean, here it is. This is this is this is that moment where this is this is why you trust him, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like oh, that, yeah. that's it right there. You know? Yeah, I also, I mean, I also love the like the the like when that scene is ramping down after they sort of got everybody together before they're about to move on to like the last clip of the movie, or the last I should last chunk, um, is the idea that Vision sort of modifies his look <laughs> to become more super heroic, like he gets yep. the cape, and, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, a nice, it off, yeah, he sees Thor in the cape, right. and he kind of mod- yeah, yeah, no, I love that it because it's, again, it's one of those things of it's I, I liken it to the first steps of him becoming more human. Because, mm-hmm. you know, by the time we get to, like, say, uh, Civil War, he's, like, wearing, you know, normal people clothes. <laughs> and, you know, like, it, which is, which I always love that in, in the comics, too, when he's not in his costume. Because, again, you know, you, you have those moments where he's he's trying and he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's definitely trying to be more human. And those are always, I think those are always fun and nice callbacks. I love in Civil War that he's sitting around that table when Thunderbolt Ross is in there. And, yeah, and he's got, like, a sweater, but he's yeah. still got the makeup on and yeah. stuff. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love, I, like, I'm such a fan of of like any time in fantastic four when we see thing in clothes yeah like the wedding when he's like in a tuxedo and he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> like i sure. love that stuff yeah yeah no that's uh, yeah that's one of the things i think it's great about that too is just the idea that he's just you know no he's hanging around his casual clothes this is what you know he went he, he, he got either went online or went to a store and bought stuff but again we, we, circling back to the civil war I, I i meant to mention the fact that it's it's the other thing I like about that movie that we that I didn't mention before, the scene that I really like, I do love the opening of that movie. I think the opening of Civil War is one of the ones that is a really great open, even mm-hmm. though it ends in, in, in you know it ends in tragedy. It's one of those things where it's one of the few times that we get to see that group of Avengers together, right? You know, I kind of wish we. I mean, they may have done in the comics, I don't know, but I wish we had gotten to see the, the from from the end of Age of Ultron into Civil War. I wish we had gotten to see what that Avengers would have looked like on a successful mission. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Because I because I think they were a cool group, and I thought they had a lot. Of, you know, there's a lot of potential to do like a you know a two point five movie. And basically, that's what kind of like Civil War is, even though it's a cat movie. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I I like that open a lot too. I like circling back to to Age of Ultron really quick because I got I got two more for mm-hmm. that. Is one I like I, I like uh, Cap's little speech. You know when they're all getting ready to. You know, uh, when they're in Sarkovia and then they're fighting like uh, like the Legion of Ultron <laughs> robots and stuff. And I just love the part where he's like, if you die, walk it off. Right. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it's, it's one of those things. It's like it's a Whedon line. And we all know how Whedon plays with that stuff. And we all know that trope in comics. It made me go like, is there something more to this of like characters dying, having the ability to come back? It always mm-hmm. made me think is like, is, is it is it more loaded? than we think of it um and then the other bit is is the ending i like i like i like when vision is talking to the last ultron bot yeah. and they're sort of talking about the nature of humanity and stuff like that and and the ultron robot basically is is like you're so naive and i love that vision's like well i was born yesterday <laughs> right and i'm like yeah. god that's such a great line <laughs> yeah no, it's a terrific line it reminds me of a line there's a line in um uh, I think it's it's a, it's an old Spike Lee movie. It's Mo Better Blues is where the where uh, Denzel Washington character says, uh, "I may have been born yesterday, but I stayed up all night." And I always right. think of that. I think of that when when I think of that scene where like, well, I was born yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, I love that scene too. I think it works really well for Vision's sort of like his naivete about being a, like a 
person, but at the same time, he has all that intelligence as well. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. So, all right. There's other movies out there. So, Guardians. Mm. Anybody? Any, <laughs> anything from Guardians? Anything from Ant-Man? Doctor Strange? Uh, yeah, of course. There's got to be other stuff. We might, yeah. You know, let me think here. Um, I love the, the, the end of uh, the second Guardians. I think the second Guardians... Um, the whole bit with about you may have been your father, but he, you know, he wasn't your daddy. That yeah, whole bit. Great line. You know, that's another one that gets me every time. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that, that Yandu was really the one that raised him and then, yeah, maybe Ego had been, been the one that basically provided the material. <laughs> Yandu was the one who basically looked out, took, looked out for him and took care of him even though he stole him. <laughs> right. <laughs> or abducted him. But yeah, that whole thing of like basically that ending of, you know, and again, in, in, in you know, in spoiler, in Yandu's death, the bit with, you know, basically putting on the, the thing that so that Peter could live, you know, it's just, an, it's again, you know, if you're a parent, you know, it's, sure. it's one of those things where it definitely gets to you more than I think if you're not, but. On top of the fact that we also get the, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great bit too. Yeah. You know. I love Ego's speech in that movie too, when, when his, when his plan is revealed. And mm-hmm. I just love the, like, you know, the universe will become me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just like, yeah, sure. Great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But but pl- playing off of the 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 daddy stuff though. I mean, there's a bit in there when Star-Lord is sort of getting a, the, the minute where he's he's getting powers from being around Ego, mm-hmm. right? And he's sort of getting like that little like ball of energy that he's manipulating and then right. Ego takes it and kind of plays with it and it gives it back to Quill and they're tossing it back to each other and I love that they're that they're just like they're playing catch. Yeah. It, is, it, it is this fatherly moment of like, I'm teaching you something that you don't know, but yep. while bonding with them at the same time, it's such a beautifully staged scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, ni- it's nicely done the way the way that it's, it's more than what it is. You know, yeah. there's, more, there's a lot of subtext in it. And then he's a so, jerk. Yeah, and then he's revealed <laughs> to be the, the villain. So, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. What else was the first one? I love the what else? I love the the prison sequence. The prison break is is really nice. The fact that they're they're planning it and, and as they're talking about it, group puts it in motion and they have to jump into it. Right. You know that basically the, the plan that they laid out is now the plan they're going with immediately. Um, yep. You know for everything from uh, rockets like I need that guy's you know I'm gonna need that guy's leg <laughs> to you know the fact that they figures out he's got a way out you know with the with the guard the drones all that stuff is great. Yeah, there's um, what was I gonna say? I I love also from the first one the the you're drunk rocket, like mm-hmm. like <laughs> right because because it's silly, but also but then I love that that's that scene is also like rife with with rocket like pouring his guts out of oh yeah you know like 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 he's this close to like to to blasting everybody in the area, but at the same time it's you know like I didn't ask to to be you know made this way and mm-hmm. you know and there's th- th- there is a um. A softness to that scene. That oh I yeah, like no, I love that. Well. The fact that you basically like I didn't ask to be torn apart, put back together. That whole thing of you know, you know, like you said, you basically again to get to be able. It's amazing to me that they're able to get such pathos out of a, rac- a talking raccoon. Mm-hmm. You know, because we get a lot of like you know that scenes with him, and then um, later on, you know, we we might as well transition this stuff too. The later on when it's basically the everyone else is gone but him. You know, yeah. You know that whole thing about the idea that when he survived, he's one of the few that survive. It's it's again, I, I'm amazed. The performance is different, Bradley Cooper, but also the people that 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 you know create Rocket as as a you know, it's not really a thing. It's not really a person. So therefore, it's all computer done, and it's amazing that they're able to do such a great job with that character. Yeah, but what I like is they shoot it as if he's there. I mean, there is mm-hmm. like his his brother's actually there on set doing the right, Sean Gunn does the stand in on set. Right. To, yeah. So they have somebody talking to. But I like 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 when they first all get arrested and and they're changing into the prison garb like like that scene is shot like when you see like like the 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 studs and stuff on Rocket's back. Yeah. Like it's shot as if there's like that's an actor there. Like, you know, mm. it's 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 a slow you know, it's a slow zoom in on that stuff and he's just sort of like catching it and everything. And it's not, I don't know. It just, it doesn't feel like it's a CG character there in that moment, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I, I, I love the watch cabinet in Dr. Strange. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sure you do. It's nice. No, it's super nice. No, but I, I think Doctor Strange has one of the best act threes in that, of any of the movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 like the the Groundhog Day like repeating time over and oh, over. Like I just yeah. think it's such an inventive like act three. The whole I've come to bargain thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 It's good. Oh no, I like it a lot too. I think it's you know it's one of those. My only thing is I want it. I wanted more of a deal with you know I wanted to you know in the comics when he fights he, that was my thing it was like when he fight, first confronts Dormammu. And they, you know, they fight. It's much more of an actual fight. And that was what I was hoping for. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I'm sure we'll see the character again at some point. Because why wouldn't you? Because he's like his biggest villain. Right. But still, I was hoping for it to be a little more than just, you know, the way it was set up. That was my only thing. That was my only quibble with it. But I still, I do like the inventive way that he came up with to defeat him. That worked out. You know, that was smart. But the rest of it, I was kind of like, you know, I'd like to see him as an actual physical being. And it wasn't that way. So. Right. There's, um. There's a bit in Infinity War too. I remember like uh, uh, the stuff in Wakanda when the fights like just getting ready to start mm. with with all of Thanos's cronies and everything, mm. and you know they get the you know all the heroes are charging forward and and what I love is that in that moment I'm watching it and it's that shot that we've all seen in the trailer except Hulk is taken out, <laughs> right. right? And it, and it, and that's the moment where I'm going like like shouldn't Cap be like way out ahead? And everybody right. running I'm like, wait a minute. And then they cut to it. And then he's like, he's flying. Like he's pulling ahead of everybody else. But what I love right. is black Panthers right there and lockstep with him, like right, right next to him. And I'm like, yep, of course. That's mm-hmm. awesome. It's so no. badass. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's, it's again, it, we're talking about, I was talking earlier about not wanting to talk about callback stuff, but to me, it's a nice callback to the idea that when he's running with Sam, that you know he'd be so much faster, but no, he'd be, T'Challa be right there with him. And I mm-hmm. love that too. What I also love, I guess, was we're going into Infinity War. I love the 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 fight with um, Black Widow and um, uh, Okoye, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's Okoye, and, and then um, and ultimately Scarlet Witch against um, Proxima Midnight. Right. I love that fight so much. I think that fight is so well staged and so well done. And then it's one of those things of the, the punchline of you know <laughs> why were we upstairs all this time? Basically, right. of like we we could have used you sooner. <laughs> Yeah, I think is great because we don't, you know, for all those, you know, for all those dicks who are haters about the fact that we got this, the the the, mo- the one moment of all the female characters together in um in Endgame, you know, even though we got a million poses before it with every other hero in the Marvel universe, but for whatever reason, when women got together in that scene, it was an affront. Ugh, um, I know. Yeah, Shut I know. up! It's I great. Know, it's I so know. awesome. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it all that whole it all everything works. But again, we had we had minutes after minutes of just posing in front of Thanos, but the one that bothered you is the one where the women did it. Give me a break. Right, uh, I know. Uh, it's, it's funny you bring up Endgame because I love the um, Scarlet Witch scene when she goes toe-to-toe with Thanos oh, and yeah. she's like, yeah. is it, I don't even know you. Well, you will. Yeah. And then that whole, well, you see her unbridled, um, unrestrained power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, I love that scene. No, that scene's great. Also, also in the scene, again, getting back to Rocket and, and how much I, you know, I, I'm I'm a, a mark for that character. Is like when they're when they're under all that rubble, and it's the Hulk and it's Scott and and Rocket and Rocket's like I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Right. You know, they they really sell that moment well of like you don't know what's going to happen, even though it's you know it's it's a it's a it's a pretty good thing that they're going to make it. But yeah, you know, God, that fight, that so much awesome stuff. Like Spider Man riding on Mjolnir. No, oh, like, oh. that's right. Like, that's out of <laughs> that's out of Marvel team up. There's a it's a. Uh, Demetrius, it's a team up with I think Thor in the first part and Valkyrie in the second part. But there's a part where he snags on to Val- uh, to Mjolnir and goes for a ride with. Him. Oh God, it's fantastic! I love I love uh, Clint with the glove with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, playing keep away. Yeah, yeah, play have play keep away with those with those um um oh, what are they, overriders or whatever they're called. Those I mean that part is great too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean there's so much good stuff in Infinity War and in Endgame. Yeah. Um. Tony stuff with his dad yeah. in the past. That stuff is great too. Oh man. Yeah. No, I love all that. Um Oh, uh, I love when Sam gets the shield. That's to yeah. me, it's oh. one of those it's those one of those moments again of like, you know, you're you're kind of wondering because in the comics, Bucky gets it first and you don't know if they're mm-hmm. gonna give it to Bucky, but now that they give it to Sam and you know, it's a great moment. It's sold really well. Cap the you know, Evans in the makeup does a good job of Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really sweet. good. Like, yeah, it's a really well done scene. I love that scene. That scene always gets me all the time. Too. Yeah, 
what gets me too in there is uh in, in Endgame is um your dad like cheeseburgers. I'll get you yeah. all the cheeseburgers you want. Like like yeah. <laughs> that right. gets me too. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh happy. Mm-hmm. We'll love you, happy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But um no, I mean that that the, I'm trying to think what else what's another good from um that's great. Oh, you know, the, and then the, again, getting back to callbacks, the idea of the, you know, that you said that they get out of the Mjolnir scene in, in, in uh, Ultron, there's, you know, the idea of who's going to be able to pick it up is that when that payoff comes. Oh, you yeah. Know, you know, I saw, I got to see it. I saw it once, you know, I saw it once with my wife on opening day. We watched in the afternoon. And then I saw it again with Tommy in a, in a packed theater at the Smithsonian. And both times, everyone like lost their minds when that scene happens, as they should. It's an, you know, it's a great. It's been years of build up, and it's a great scene. And you know, even Thor saying "I knew it," you yeah. know, all that stuff is oh, it's so good. It, what shocks me is I've I've not had to explain that scene to anybody. Yeah, like like I was ready for that too because I was ready for people like wait like why is Cap have lightning? And it was I was <laughs> I kept right. expecting to have to be like whomsoever holds the hammer. <laughs> Right, exactly. Possesses the power of Thor, and right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. And it's like no, like, like it's clear to everybody. I thought for sure, people that was gonna mi- that was gonna mix people up. Yeah, but I love that he's good at it already. Like right <laughs> out the gate, he's great with it. Right, yeah. There's no learning curve for Cap. Cap is nope. like no problem whatsoever. I, once he's got it, he's like. I mean, it might be just come from you know from watching Thor, and, we, and 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 I guess I never really thought about it before. But if you think about it, it's a funny. It's a funny. Um, moment in infinity war where they talk about the fact that you know you're wearing you know i like your hair i like your beard kind of thing mm-hmm. and the fact that you know the idea that when when he when he finally after watching thor all that time has no problem pick up me only or basically being thor at that point is kind of a an yeah. extension of that joke yeah definitely i got one from ant-man and the wasp really quick because okay. it's, it's 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 a weird thing to say for it but uh-huh. when they're talking about his time in civil war and why right. he's like on house arrest and for it. And then he, and, and it's the first time like he and wasp actually talk about that scene. And mm-hmm. it's the moment where wasp is like, if you just would have asked me, yeah. I would have been right there with you. And then on top of it is she's like, she's like, and you wouldn't have get caught. And it's, <laughs> and this is the right. weird part of me. Like it's, it's so sexy for some reason for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my no. God. Yeah. I'm a big fan of both the mans I'm the first and the second. I'm a big fan yeah. of both. I like in the first one, they do a lot of good bits in the final fight scene with the mm-hmm. with the shrunken down, like right. in the kid's toy room. And the classic bit of the Thomas the Tank Engine about to yes. run over uh, <laughs> yep. Yellow Jacket, and it's all shot like it's high stakes, like from that <laughs> <Yeah>. level. <laughs> right. And then it cuts to the wide shot. It's just a toy falls over. Yep. All right. Yeah. No, it's, it's a really good gag. And then Luis, uh, like everything with Luis is, yeah. is yes. so good in both movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, his stories, his recounting of things. Yeah. Oh, uh, Luis. Mm-hmm. Luis is awesome. There was people like saying they want Luis to be in the Avengers. I remember after the first Ant Man, like when is he well, going to get recruited? Like, well, well, there was that push for like a while. People like wanted wanted Endgame to start with him recapping the entire Marvel universe, the cinematic right. universe to that point, which I would right. I would have been fine with. That would have been great. I thought honestly, I thought he was going to be the guy to let to let um uh um Scott out. Yeah, I thought he was going to be the one to let him out. I really did just to get yeah. him in there. Also, I thought you know, but right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ant Man stuff is so good too. I like, mm-hmm. like you know, I I I like this. I'm I, I'm cheesy in real life, so like I like the fact that like when when his ex's boyfriend is like, no, I did this one for you. Like I did this favor mm-hmm. for you, Scott. Like like that stuff works on me. Like right, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, yeah. What are we leaving out? I still have a lot on my list, which we don't have time for. But I, but I, I, oh, I, Black Panther. Yeah, it's like, like, we got we some about Black Panther. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> I, was just gonna, I was gonna bring up the fact of I don't freeze the whole thing when you were introduced to him in the mm-hmm. COVID mission. Um right. Gosh, when they introduced Killmonger, that was a nice yeah. myth, uh, moment. Um Hello geez. Auntie. Hello Auntie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's cra- it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he and his sister are great too. That's another. That's another like really fantastic relationship. I thought that's like, you mm-hmm. know, 
it's good on the page, but then like the actors just sort of like, you know, elevate it, make it even better. Mm-hmm. You know? So good. Yeah. I thought for sure we were going to get at the end though, at, at the end of Black Panther, I thought we were going to get the I am Black Panther as a callback. <laughs> oh yeah. To, to, to yeah, I am I, Iron Man in the, in the first, I thought for sure. Right. Um, you no, know, I like, I like, like we talked about before in another episode, I like the whole thing of like basically being like with the kid, well, who are you? And then it's basically a, a an exact, exact, un- unselfish, no, you know, just grins at him and kind of like, no, you'll, you'll find out or now you know kind of a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, there's so much good stuff. Yeah. So many. My fa- like, I think my favorite all-time line ever comes from the first one that kicked us off in Iron Man and it's, it's Tony Stark built this in a cave <laughs> with <Right>. scraps. <laughs> uh, still scraps. like my favorite line. In- <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, no, Jeff Bridges' is, is Obadiah's name is awesome. You know, it's a shame yeah. that we didn't get, again, if it's a character I'd like to come back, it, you know, mm-hmm. it was really, really cool, so. Me too. Well, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, like, in the raft in Civil War, like you were talking about, it's one of those that I do wish that we could have gotten some bad guy cameos in there, and, like, at the mm-hmm. moment, at the time, they're just, like, there weren't any. Right. You know, it was, it was honestly, like... <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I bring him up a lot because I think I think George St. Pierre is the greatest MMA fighter of all time. I say that without an ounce of hubris. But at the at the time, <laughs> I think he was the only bad guy that wasn't killed. Right. In any of the movies. You know, yeah, you might be until right. the end of that movie when they when they lock up Zima. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> no one <laughs> believed they could kill him. It was right. his MMA uh, career. Oh, he's the best. I love George St. Pierre. Um. Okay. Does anybody have any more to get out? Like one last one they want to get out really quick, or anything, or is, or did you guys get your whole list? I'm good. I think we can go on and on about scenes and movies. Yeah. To be quite honest. Okay. Because I do, I do have my absolute favorite one left. I've been saying. Oh, this no, go ahead, put it out. And there. it's and it's yeah. from one that never gets talked about. I don't think it's really regarded as all that high in a lot of people's. But I am here to defend Thor: The Dark World. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. And okay. it's the this is this is the scene where Loki is helping Thor escape from Asgard, mm-hmm. right? And this is just after their mom died, which which is you know also I think the movie does a really really good job of selling like the pain that like Thor and Loki are going through in that moment. Mm. Um, but they're having an argument and and it's going to turn physical for a moment. Right. Like Thor, like Thor's about to swing at him like he does. And then he pulls back. Right. Mm. And and he says something to the effect. He's like, mother wouldn't approve. Right. And then right. Thor jokes and it's like, well, it's not like she'd be surprised. Right. And mm. then this is where Hemsworth is like, is so freaking great. Right. There's that moment of like he hears that and he chuckles and it's kind of like. He's my brother. We have all this history. I love him. He can always make me laugh. It's great. And then in a second, it switches to him like holding back tears mm. and saying like, I, I, I wish I could trust you. <laughs> and right. it's, just, it's so heartbreaking for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Oh, God. It's my favorite scene in any of the movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good old Thor Dark World. It's good. Yeah. Give it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a chance, everybody. Yeah. Okay, so to start closing out, though, let's do our favorite Stan Lee clip from any of these movies. I like the one when and it is, I think it's Winter Soldier where he comes back to the he's working in the Smithsonian. And he comes back to the display and Cap's costume is gone. He's like, oh, I am so fired. Right. Is that is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, it's Winter Soldier. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that one always makes me laugh, you know, because it's just one of those. <laughs> It's, it's a funny bit. You know? Okay. I thought you were going to mention um, him standing next to the watcher. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, it's one of mine too. I figured someone else would have it. So I was like, no, I was trying to think of another one. And that, that I always love the one, just the way he delivers the line. Ooh, I'm so fired. It's right. a good one. I also like the Captain Marvel cameo because it's the one where he actually kind of gets to be himself. Yeah. Right. Getting ready for his <laughs> Mallrats cameo. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> That's a good bit too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna say the watcher. 
because uh, <laughs> it's a good one. But my, my absolute favorite is honestly in in the Fantastic Four movies because it, where he plays like the doorman. Because I, I I get I get kind of choked up at the idea that he's actually playing a, a character that he created mm-hmm. in those scenes. But of the Marvel ones, yeah. If 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 I'm gonna go outside of the Watcher one, I'm gonna say the Civil War one where he's like the delivery guy and he's like, "Are you Tony Stank?" Yeah, <laughs> right. And Don Cheadle's like, "Yes, yes, he is." Thank you for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one too. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. good stuff good old stan yes good old stan but i will also bring up though too i think it was age of ultron that was like the first time that they actually got to credit jack kirby mm-hmm. like like in the opening or ending credits and it wasn't like just in like the special thanks right. stuff and and like in that you know i'm talking about how i get how i get choked up but what i think is really cool about that scene like that was really important for me and that was a big deal and i did actually almost like cry in the theater seeing that because the thing is, is like Stan got to see how big these characters would get and he got to right. be in these movies and he got to be something that people looked forward to in these movies where like they would applause, like they would pop for him every single time. And, J- and Jack Kirby never got to no. see any of that stuff. And his name is just not front and center like it is with Stan Lee. And so I think finally, like people getting to see his name as to, as to be like, hey, this thing that, you know, you're enjoying, I help make it all. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, is is a nice thing. Mm-hmm. You know, totally agree. No, I totally yeah. agree. So, good old Jack Kirby. Yeah, we don't bring up Jack Kirby near enough on this show. We got to do something. <laughs> we got to do something for Jack Kirby. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I know you guys all have your favorite moments in the MCU. So please tell us what they are in the comments. We want to hear them. Be sure to suggest the topic for the show while you're there. Also, please make sure you give us a like and leave a review on whatever platform you're finding us on. As always, you can find links and examples to everything we talk about on LetMeKnowHowItIs.com. Also, if you haven't done already, please subscribe on YouTube. It'll help us to grow. And finally, you can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash LetMeKnowHowItIs. Follow us on Twitter at our show's initials, L-M-K-H-I-I. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.